Fret Mill Music Company is proud to be part of the music community by bringing you Appalachian Vibes, a show challenging the expectations and highlighting the diversity of music created in the Appalachian region. I'm your host, Amanda Bakke. Today on Appalachian Vibes, we're featuring the North Carolina Americana singer-songwriter Brianna Atwell, Boston's Appalachian-inspired band Palmyra, and the North Carolina soul-folk musician Rebecca Todd. My first guest is Brianna Atwell. When I was in high school and we had, you know, a senior project, we did some kind of service or built something, or I don't remember even why we did what we did, but I just chose to do music therapy at nursing homes. Um, So I had a nursing home in um, King, North Carolina that I went into and um, they have like an activity center. I don't know if all nursing homes have that. And I I would like paint, you know, if ladies came in, one of their nails painted, I would do that and like do physical exercise with them. Like I did other stuff, but the main part for me was playing music for the, you know, residents of the nursing home. Um, And that song in particular, I think I had come home from volunteering one day and sat down and wrote that. And it was just about, I'd gone to visit um, a couple who were sharing a room together, which, you know, to me is like awesome because, you know, one day when I get old, I hope my husband gets old and, you know, at the same time as me and we could share a room in a nursing home, that would be like, perfect. (laughs) Um, but they were sharing a room and I think they both had dementia and, you know, it was just like singing to a wall, you know? And it's just, I always, I was, I just, I think really deep, but I just came home and I just wrote that song, you know, just young me perceiving the concept of somebody who basically has no mind anymore um and like what that's like inside their mind like how do we know what's going on in their head how do we know what they're thinking um can they hear me playing music to them can they hear me talking to them do they know I'm there like um just kind of that concept and just me thinking like if I could help you if I could set you free somehow that you could comprehend the song I'm playing that you could tell me like, you know, are there voices inside your head? Like what, what is that like to have dementia or to get old and age and kind of slip slowly away from the world? Well, I wonder what you're thinking as you're staring off in space. What's running through your head? Are you even in this place? Well, I wonder what you're seeing in your elder eyes. Can you hear me speaking? Or are you lost in your own mind? Cause I can't help but wonder what that must be. Talking to the Lord in that place in which you go. I wonder of all the things. 
things you've seen and heard If people even know And I wonder if you're lost up there Or if you're experiences with death, like friends who have passed away, um, young and just even like grandparents, my parents kind of had us later in life. So all my grandparents, like I didn't get to know them for very long before they passed. So I just feel like I've attended a lot of funerals. And so I guess the concept of death kind of freaks me out sometimes. And so I do think a lot about getting older and just how my time on earth is limited. And I'm not worried about the actual, like, once it's all over where I'm going, because, you know, I have faith in that aspect, but it's the more of like, I really like everyone down here (laughs) in my world and my life and my circle. Um, And so I know the more I grow up, the less time I have with those people. Um, So I guess, you know, I, I do get really deep about that. I do get really um, freaked out sometimes just thinking about getting older. I personally believe like energy can't be created or destroyed. Now death hits me a lot harder when someone's died untimely, you know, and, and they've died much younger or like my dad actually committed suicide like last week. And, um, Yeah, that he's, he's my estranged father. He actually, he lived in Concord, North Carolina. And that kind of hit me because 
only because of the nature of his death, I think not, not really that he died because I, I honestly, I didn't expect to learn about when he died because I haven't, I was adopted when I was seven and I haven't seen him in, you know, since probably since I was like 27. Um, but like kind of how you go matters for some reason, yeah. you yeah. know, um, it would have been easier if it would have been COVID or like, or, or something that was like naturally occurring or something that kind of happened to him, not something that he chose. Right. Uh, but um, at the same time, I'm like, I, I feel like energy isn't created or destroyed. So we existed before we got here and we likely continue to exist do you think it's possible that the relationships that you have here on earth have actually existed before you got here and will continue to exist on some sort of plane? Well, yeah, I I definitely think that, um, you know, life goes on. (laughs) Um, I definitely think that there's a plan and a reason, you know, in place. So yeah, I don't think everything's just, a happenstance or a big bang, you know, for me personally, you know, and I don't speak for everyone and I accept differing views. I'm very open-minded. But for me personally, I cannot look around at the world and the people in it and all of the incredibleness of that and not think that something, someone has created that intentionally. Like I can't. Perfect. Yeah. It's, I can't just leave it up to being science. Like that's not me, but it depends how you shape it too. You know, if for, you know, say there was a big bang, well, who caused the big bang, (laughs) you know? So it's like, yeah, I mean, that could or could not go together depending on who you are and what you believe. Um, but Yeah, I just, I've never really understood science either. Just terrible subject. I just never grasped it. So I think too, I'm just like not a science-minded person. So it just makes more sense to me as a spiritually-minded person. And, you know, I think with music that we wind up thinking more of that way, that, you know, there's something else going on that's like above us that we cannot comprehend. What you want to be when you grow up You say I'm too young to know But I'm wiser than I look I just want to be good enough Well, the growing up is happening right before our very eyes And the time
Wanting a new instrument? Fretmill Music Company offers trade-ins, layaways, and credit options. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. You're listening to Appalachian Vibes. I'm your host, Amanda Baki. If you're just joining me, my guest is the North Carolina Americana artist, Brianna Atwell. When I was younger, I would always like to sleep with my mom if my legs hurt because I would get growing pains. And I didn't understand it when I was younger that like my legs were growing. So that's why they hurt. Um, I don't know if you've ever had growing pains. <laughs> no, I haven't. Are you very tall? I'm not tall. I'm, why did I'm your legs hurt? I don't know, but it's real. I feel like other people have definitely had growing pains. Growing pains, like truly. Did you grow real fast? Did you go from real small to real tall? No, I just, my legs were growing. So they hurt. That's what my mom told me. She would say they are growing pains. I don't so, know. I think that uh, might but, require a diagnosis from a doctor. Well, my mom said it. So it's gotta be true. <laughs> but 
but so that's where the concept of the song came from. And then the album was that I was having growing pains mentally, like as a person I was growing and there were just some parts that were so painful and awkward and like, you know, but I've got to do it. I've got to go through this to become who I'm becoming. So when I wrote Heart of Six Strings, um, I promise this all goes together. (laughs) So when I wrote Heart of Six Strings, um, that kind of finalized the album. I think like every song in the album has a concept of my growing pains throughout the years. And I think Heart of Six Strings just basically is the final note where it's like, um, you know, after all this growing I've done and all this self-discovery at the end of the day, it's still music and like whatever I'm going to do with my life. Like I'm never going to stop being a musician. Like my heart is like a six string guitar. There's a hole in the middle that like isn't, isn't meant to be filled. Like maybe I'm supposed to do something with my life. Like maybe I'll choose to be a teacher or, you know, a business owner or something trying to fill that void. But at the end of the day, it's like a guitar. Like it's not meant to be filled because I'm already doing what I want to do. I speak in rhymes and riddles ever since I was little. Had no soul and a heart too big for my body to hold. I think in notes and lyrics, it's the only way I hear it. The way the world moves and flows, as if I'm the only one who knows. only thing that makes complete sense to me my heart is made up of six strings with a hole in the middle I don't know how to feel I hope when I
I have to be anything This is all I wanna be A heart made up of six strings With a hole in the middle That isn't meant to be Every Saturday, Fretmill Music Company features a different guitar of the week from our store. It will be 10% off for that week only, so come and get it before it's gone. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to be in the know regarding all our specials. I'm your host, Amanda Baki. My guest today on Appalachian Vibes is the mandolin player, Willis Landon, from the Appalachian-inspired folk band, Palmyra. I wrote this tune when I couldn't get in to talk to with my therapist. <laughs> Um, in a moment that I think I really needed to. Um, and I was, I was uh, sitting in the basement uh, of our apartment every night for like a week with my head in my hands trying to cry and I couldn't. Um, and so I, I, this tune was like, okay, I've got to do something that makes me, you know, feel less manic and and maybe a little more grounded and down down to earth so i i was trying to figure out like if i could get on you know ssris or something and uh and this tune was just kind of my conversation with myself as i was really sad and i didn't really understand why um and i and i didn't feel that i had a a really safe space to talk about it. And I didn't even know what I would say if I did. So this tune was like, okay, so what am I thinking? Um, and it, didn't, it ended up being a pretty dark song, but I, I, it's one of my favorites that I've ever written. I'm starting to think that I might need medicine. this hill I've been eyeing for months now I pour salt on my bleeding hands as I falter and fall through the cracks in my ceiling there's a backlog of bad thoughts that plays on a loop in the dim lit room in the back of my mind Sleepwalk and leapfrog right over the 
steps where I'll sift through the dishes I left in my sink, searching for silvers I won't have to clean. Bloodshot eyes as I grimace and flinch at this minor discomfort. There's a list full of shit I'll never get to, and I'll never get through it till I'm back in my mind. I'm starting to think that I might need professionals to break out of the shell. I've been holed up in for months now. I latch on to a fleeting thought. I'm obsessive and left with the taste of a memory. There's a real, a real good time on a loop in a dim lit room in the back of my mind. Okay, um, so the, the first tune is one that uh, I wrote called Mount Whitney. Um, it, uh, Teddy and I entered this songwriting contest for the Rockwell Museum in Corning, New York. I had been to the museum before and this one really struck me. There was a prompt about writing pieces from the museum. Um, I was like, oh, I know which one I'm going to do. It's the most beautiful painting I've ever seen, Mount Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> It's really beautiful. So for our listeners, um, it's showing a lake and a um, a waterfall going into the lake, coming out of this mountain with like these gigantic clouds and uh, a lot of light and dark composition. But the waterfall is definitely in the distance and kind of the focal point. So. So you you took the inspiration from this painting as though, did you create a story out of it? You're, you're standing at the top of it and you're, um, did it have anything to do with the coronavirus or like the death count or even just like how much death we've all kind of had to experience in the last year? 
I think, uh, yeah, not, not intentionally, um, going into it. It was, uh, the, the tune starts with mandolin, um, and is, is kind of this, there's just moving notes uh, around a drone. And I was like sad while I was writing it. So I, I think often when, uh, I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but when I'm sad and I'm writing a song, you know, because it's, it's lyrics and it's not an expressed sentence, it will often go to a darker place than I think I would go to when just talking to someone. So this tune, it was about loss and and it started just thinking about folks in my life that um, are no longer there. Um, And I, I came at that from the lens of death um, be that a metaphor or not. Um, so like the, the first verses, uh, there's dust, there's dirt in your smile today, scars that ought never heal, left your home for a faraway mountain range, moved your face from your heart to your heels, um, and isn't explicitly super dark. And then the second one gets a little bit more death imagery related uh there's grit there's grime in your fingernails brittle bones and little walls of wood laid on the rent for a bed you ain't slept in in months i guess a hole in the ground's just as good there's dust there's dirt in your smile today scars that i never heal left your home for a far away mountain range Moved your faith from your heart to your heels And I've never been one to bend Or to break I'll give and I'll give Till it takes all that's left of me My feet and hands are tired My knees and knuckles shaking There's something I've been meaning to do I'm gonna meet my maker At the peak of my wind I'll be closer than ever to the folks that will never come down Come down grime in your fingernails, brittle bones and little walls of wood, laid on the rent for a bed you ain't slept in in months, I guess a hole in the ground's just as good, and I've never been one to pine over lost love, I'll pull back and push through the waves of my emotions, my heavy eyes are hollowed out, the cracks in me are leaking, Something I've been meaning to do I'm gonna meet my maker At the peak of Mount Whitney I'll be closer than ever To the folks that will never come down Come down, come down
Vet Mill Music Company is excited to offer you Strung Out Sundays. Every Sunday from 11 to 4, receive one free restring with your purchase of a set of strings. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. You're listening to Appalachian Vibes. I'm Amanda Baki. If you're just joining me, my guest is the Boston-based Appalachian folk band, Palmyra. I wouldn't call myself gender fluid or that like I... You know, it's something that changes by the day. Um, I would say for me that um, a lot of it is just like, I don't, I don't feel like a man. I don't feel masculine. Um, uh, And and through talking with a lot of like my trans friends, I I got, uh, I was like seeing a lot of myself in it. the conversations I was having um, and then kind of getting this language of, of non-binary saying, I don't really feel like I'm this or that. Um, and I don't think I ever have. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I don't even, I don't think it's a presentation thing. Um, and it definitely doesn't have to be a presentation thing. I mean, like I, I wear what I want to wear for sure. And like I and I have found so much like liberty and freedom in, in expression in like being able to wear what I want to wear and t- being able to tell myself that I'm allowed to do that, yeah. which is so was really is is really hard, but it's really uh, wonderful for like I, I sometimes I feel the best I've ever felt my whole life. <laughs> is it empowering? Uh, Holy yeah, yeah! Oh my God, so empowering, and and uh, and I'm so thankful that like I was, you know, that someone gave me, that someone else gave me the language to like that was for for me to be like, oh yeah, that's like that's it, nail on the head. This is who I am, and and which it was. Uh, you know, I had, I've had some super difficult conversations around it and especially with like transphobes and shit and just like it, that, that's, it's, but at the same time, I'm like, regardless of, uh, you know, whatever anyone else is thinking, at least I know this fundamental truth about myself. This tune's one called microwave dinner, which we are, are putting out, um, you know, on all the streaming platforms in May. Um, And Teddy and I wrote it uh, right before the pandemic started. So it's not a pandemic song. It's a fun kind of groovy song about drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Just about drinking. Um, It's kind of sad, but the lyrics are really fun. I got you flowers. You got me wine, microwave dinner every night. We need a little something extra for a kick. I could get you anything you like. I got mama's fine china. You could take your pick. I got a couple more days till I need to quit. So as a uh, recovering drug addict, (laughs) I've been in recovery for five years. Um, This is very familiar uh, to me especially so is is addiction something that anyone you or your um anyone in your band has experienced or that you've just witnessed yeah definitely 
witnessed. Um, I, I think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that any of the three of us have. We wrote the song in the last semester of college, and it was at a moment where we were kind of identifying uh, and just starting to talk about our behaviors of like, what are we doing right now that probably isn't super healthy that we're also probably not going to stop doing in the next week um, or the week after that or the week after that. Um, and, and, and that, that was that last line. I got a couple more days till I need to quit. I got you flowers. You got me wine. You lift me high. Microwave dinner every night. You lift me high. We need a little something extra for a kick. You lift me high. I could get you anything you like me I got mama's fine china You could take your pick I got a couple more days Till I need to quit I need another bottle To take the edge off I need another bottle To take the edge off I need another bottle To take the edge off I need another bottle To take the edge off Well I wake up every morning Feeling dry I could make it through the night You lift me high I get so forgetful You lift me high I lost the light now I'm hoping you can find it You lift me high Great daddy's cabinet so I don't get sick I got a couple more hours till I need to quit I need another bottle Saturday, Fretnell Music Company features a different guitar of the week from our store. It will be 10% off for that week only, so come and get it before it's gone. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to be in the know regarding all our specials. 
Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. Do you have a stringed instrument just collecting dust in the corner of your room? Fretmill Music Company also does consignments. Bring your gear in today and let us sell it for you. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. I'm your host, Amanda Bakke. My guest today on Appalachian Vibes is the soul folk artist, Rebecca Todd. I left my heart on the streets of Santiago so the dogs could eat up my pain. I hope they swallow it whole. Maybe then I can let go if it's pumping through somebody else's veins. And that was about heartbreak because we broke up and I was like so sad. (laughs) So that song is about a boy (laughs) that I met um, many years ago and he was living in Chile and I went to visit him and it was like this whole dramatic love story. I went to to Santiago de Chile and hung out with him. And he was, he was from America, but bilingual and living out there and just had this crazy couple of weeks. And Chile is like crazy. They party until 4 a.m. They're psycho about soccer. You know, there are dogs all throughout the streets. It's this very vibrant place. Um, so yeah, I just had a lot of cool experiences there and wrote a song about it. Pleasure and pain. 
I take synchronicities as breadcrumbs that I'm on the right path and I just keep going. My dad and mom, they both got lung cancer, different kinds of lung cancer from different things in life. It, both of them had lung cancer that metastasized to their brain and they both died of brain tumors within eight years of each other. And it was just crazy growing up. The number eight was like very significant in my life. It was the first word my father ever taught me because he wanted me to walk around as like an 18 month old or whatever, saying the word eight or the number eight so that he could say things like, what's the square root of 64? And I would be like eight. <laughs> so eight was very significant. And my father died on December 8th at 8 a.m. My mother died almost exactly eight years later. In fact, she died on November 29th. And because of like a crazy snowstorm, I couldn't even schedule her funeral until December 8th, literally eight years later. So it was this bittersweet love story. You know, they both died from the same thing and all with around the number eight, which of course, to get cheesy with it, makes me think of the infinity symbol. So just Life is crazy, you know? <laughs> and you're left wondering, like, what is the significance of that? Because you can feel that there is significance, but yeah. I'm sure pinpointing yeah. what that is is difficult. It is. And I think that that is the great mystery to me so far in life. Um, synchronicities often happen to all of us, whether or not we recognize it. But the thing that makes me crazy is that sometimes they never reveal themselves to you. You never fully find out why. You just know that you're part of this thing that's bigger and you just trust it. That was a really big breadcrumb that I maybe could have done without, but it happened and it's taught me so much. And while they are no longer with me, their love and their lessons truly are with me every day. Like two days ago, I was raking leaves and I thought, how am I going to get this giant pile of leaves from here all the way down the hill by myself? And then I saw this tarp and I was like, oh yeah. And I thought of when I was a kid, how much I hated raking leaves because my dad would make me put them all on the tarp and then drag the tarp down. So I was like, thanks dad. And I put the leaves on the tarp. <laughs> so little lessons, you know. Travel came to me like a boy in the rain with his head hung low and his feet in puddles of shame. Trouble came to me, said, can I have a glass of water, ma'am? And I said, of course you can. Won't you come on in? Ooh, trouble came. Trouble stayed in my home Uninvitedly
Music Company is now open seven days a week to cater to all of your musical needs. Our hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, and 11 to 4, Saturdays and Sundays. Make a purchase from Fretmill Music Company and show your receipt at Crescent City Barbecue in downtown Roanoke for 10% off brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Also, if you bring your Crescent City Barbecue receipt into Fretmill, you will receive 10% off of your purchase. Restrictions apply. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. You're listening to Appalachian Vibes. I'm Amanda Baki. If you're just joining me, my guest is North Carolina soul and folk artist, Rebecca Todd. Even when we're young, when we're young girls, we're concerned with being, for lack of better terms, sexy, you know? That's what we want when we're like hitting puberty and stuff. That's all we care about. And I think that I, I find that I battle that all the time. <sighs> with booking, um, I find that it is interesting because I'm still booking for myself, right? So I often battle the expectations that people have for me as a front woman female with a band. The expectation overall is you need to be nice and you need to be sexy. Woo. You know, Um, that is very frustrating because then what happens is they meet the businesswoman, Rebecca Todd. That's who they're talking to via email, not whoever they want me to be. Um, And I'm not rude or mean. I'm simply to the point and direct like any other male booking agent would be. And it has definitely presented some challenges for me in the past. I've had people sign contracts, go back on the contract before the gig, and then after the gig, try and completely not pay me and my entire band to the point where I had to pull out businesswoman Rebecca, because when you're on stage, you're expected to be this Rebecca. 
Appalachian Vibes is brought to you by Fretmill Music Company, your premier acoustic instrument destination. You've been listening to Appalachian Vibes. I'm your host, Amanda Bakke. If you'd like to learn more about Brianna Atwell, Helmyra, or Rebecca Todd, head over to AppalachianVibes.net. You can catch up on past episodes and nominate an artist there. If you like what you heard, share this with your friends and kin. Everybody have a great week.